1: Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. On
2: a Friday morning, hope you're having a great Friday, this October 22nd, 2021, wrapping up the week for you. Thanks for joining us. Can't believe we are moving into the end of October. Time is flying by so quickly. We have a great lineup for you this morning. I do hope you can stay tuned for the entire hour. And don't forget, all of our information is archived. At avemariaradio.net, and my wonderful producer Andrew puts up all the interviews by noon, usually every day. I, I mention that because I often get emails and Facebook messages after the show looking for the information, so I just wanted to put that out there for you. Uh, really excited about the show today. My friend Maureen Flynn from Pray and Fast for America contacted me while I was on vacation about a big webinar that they're having coming up very, very soon. And what they're going to be doing is what they would normally do at the Basilica of the Immaculate Conception in Washington, D.C., they're going to be doing online. There's a whole host of great speakers, and she's going to be joining us this morning to talk about this and how you can get involved if you so choose, which I think would be a great idea because her events are always powerful and always have a great lineup. And then we're also going to, this is something I alluded to earlier in the week, going to share with you this very unique story I stumbled across, and I don't believe there are any coincidences, when I was staying uh, with my husband in this beautiful little hotel outside of San Gimiano in the Tuscan region of Italy. When you stay in a a small kind of a private place, you get to know those who work there extremely well. And this was a big family operation, a small hotel run by a large Italian family. They also have... um, some wineries in the area as well, and uh, one of their workers, Kiera, she works in marketing and public relations, Carpignani, isn't that a beautiful name, Kiera Carpignani, uh, was telling me about when she asked me what I did, they kind of, when you stay at like a smaller place, again, they ask you a lot of questions, where are you from, what do you do in the United States, they're very interested in, in, in their customers. And so I was telling him a little bit about my work in, in Catholic Radio and how much it means to me to come back to Italy from both a faith perspective and my heritage. And, and so Chiara started to talk to me about some of the efforts they're doing. And they decided, because uh, they really believe in giving back and, and want to put their faith into action as, as a, Catholic, a Catholic-owned business, they decided last year during COVID to help out the local workers who had been laid off and needed to get back on the job. And there are many people who are um, experts in that area because there's a lot of farmland in farming. And they went ahead and they bought some olive trees, a big area of olive trees that were actually being abandoned. And they were dying these trees. And they decided we're going to do this and we're going to allow people to adopt an olive tree and they actually allow the local churches to come in and get the branches to be used for Palm Sunday and other uh, religious events. And she's going to explain all this in the interview, but I just thought it was such a cool story. So she's telling me this, and I said, can I go see these trees? Can you take us there? And so she did. So we did an interview, as you'll hear, right in these beautiful olive groves on these rolling hills of Tuscany. But it's so beautiful, because this is not a money-making venture for this company. It's um, the Torciano. Wineries, And I'll give Andrew the link, and we'll put it up on our, again, archives, so you can check it out if you're interested. But it's such a beautiful story of people expressing their faith and really wanting to give back, especially as it relates to the fallout from COVID. So Kiara will share that interview that I recorded with her. uh, That will happen at the bottom of the hour. And then we'll wrap up with a fact-check Friday with some very new facts regarding the influence of Facebook and other social media outlets. And you know what? How maybe finally... Some people are waking up to that reality. A new poll has some very interesting results. All of that plus you on a Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection. Right now, let's take a look at the news on a Friday. A day of prayer and fasting held yesterday, remembering the missionaries kidnapped in Haiti. It's
3: amazing how times of difficulty uh, have a way of bringing people together. Pray for these families. They are in a, in a difficult spot.
2: Weston Showalter with Ohio-based Christian Aid Ministries asking that folks pray for the kidnappers as well, thanking those involved in working to get the missionaries freed. The gang that kidnapped the 17 missionaries in Haiti last weekend asking $17 million in ransom. All but one of the victims taken after visiting an orphanage near Port-au-Prince is American. Authorities are investigating after a prop firearm discharged by actor Alec Baldwin killed one and injured another in New Mexico. Reporter Steve Patterson has more. Sheriff's deputies were called to the movie set Thursday afternoon.
0: A spokesperson for Baldwin described the shooting as an accident that involved the misfire of a prop gun with blanks.
2: The Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office saying it happened on the movie set of the Western Rust at Bonanza Creek Ranch in Santa Fe yesterday. The director of photography, 42-year-old Helena Hutchins, was killed. Director Joel Souza was also shot and taken to the hospital. No charges have been filed in the incident. A report says the human remains found with a possible connection to the Brian Laundry case are bones. Fox News reporting the apparent skeletal remains were discovered near a backpack and notebook belonging to laundry at a nature reserve park in Southwest Florida. His family attorney telling CNN the remains are likely those of the missing fiance of Gabby Petito. Laundry is the only person of interest in Petito's murder. Texas believes the Justice Department cannot get involved in lawsuits regarding the state's new abortion law. Republican State Attorney General Ken Paxton filing a brief with the U.S. Supreme Court saying the Biden administration has no case because the law is enforced by private citizens. It bans abortions after a fetal heartbeat is detected. It also allows individuals to civilly sue abortion clinics, doctors, and anyone who aids and abets a woman getting an abortion. It was blocked by a district judge, but the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals reversed that decision. The White House is hoping the Supreme Court will reverse the Fifth Circuit's decision. The number of Catholics in Asia and Africa continuing to grow in 2019, according to newly released statistics. Catholic News Agency explains a world population growing by 81.3 million in 2019, while members of the Catholic Church increased by some 15.4 million for a total of 1.3 billion Catholics around the world. The new stats compare 2019, the last year for which the information is available, with 2018 and do not reflect the effects of the global coronavirus outbreak back in 2020. While news coverage in recent years has highlighted the fall in Catholic priests being ordained in Europe and the Americas, CNA explains the overall number of priests did rise slightly in 2019 by 271, mostly due to a rise in priestly vocations in Africa and Asia, which offset the decreases elsewhere. Arizona State University police want those who confronted Senator Kirsten Cinema in a bathroom to be charged. Four people with an immigration reform group interrupted a class a Democratic senator was teaching. They then followed her into the hallway and into the bathroom. The group recorded videos of themselves in Cinema as she walked down the hall into a bathroom and then into a stall. The House Minority Leader claims negotiations over the social spending are faltering. As a
4: Democrat, the Democrats' agenda continue to stall out and Americans have no idea
0: what's in the bill.
2: That's California Republican Kevin McCarthy accusing Democrats of withholding the contents of the being bill from the American people. The measure's original price tag was $3.5 trillion. It is being pared down to resolve an ongoing dispute between progressives and moderates in the House and the Senate. Mexican cartel members have become more brazen at the southern border. Lieutenant Chris Oliveras with the Texas Department of Public Safety saying the smugglers are now taunting U.S. soldiers who are guarding the river.
0: We don't know who these individuals are. It's becoming more common that we're seeing these armed groups that are right along the border uh, taunting our National Guard.
2: He says U.S. troops would be allowed to take lethal action, including shooting to defend themselves if the cartel members make a threat toward National Guard or if they raise their weapons. The international boundary is the middle of the river, so the men are not on U.S. soil. Sarah Bartlett tells us, and we'll talk about this in our segment on Fact Check Friday a little bit later on, a new poll shows Americans
1: believe Facebook and Twitter do a lot more harm than good. In fact, 70% responded that way when asked in a survey done by Quinnipiac University. Only 20% believe the social media giants do more good than harm. Those who were surveyed also don't like how Facebook has handled misinformation. 52% give Facebook a poor rating in that area, while only 12% say they're doing a good job. Moderna and Johnson &
2: Johnson booster shots could be available as soon as this weekend. An advisory panel today, considering another dose from Moderna and J&J, it will then be up to the CDC director to sign off on those recommendations. Scott Pringle tells us a lawyer for former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is accusing the state attorney general of being biased against him.
0: Cuomo's attorney, Rita Glavin, claims that Attorney General Letitia James interfered with the investigation into sexual harassment allegations that were made against Cuomo by several women. Now, Glavin went on to say that James's alleged actions were politically motivated and aimed at destroying Cuomo's reputation. Cuomo resigned as governor back in August. The AG's office fired back at Glavin, saying her attack was baseless and that Cuomo only stepped down to avoid an impeachment hearing.
2: Ear doctors are now praising a move by the FDA to create a new category of over-the-counter hearing aids. Audiology professor Dr. Jackie Clark at the University of Texas says it removes some of the stigma.
3: The hope is, yes, people will see such a value in hearing. It is a good way to kind of step into that whole environment and see, hey, it really does help.
2: The rules for the -the over-the-counter hearing aids that allow them to be sold in stores and online without a medical exam or a fitting by an audiologist. This is only for adults who have mild to moderate hearing loss. The FDA estimates that around 37 million Americans have some trouble hearing. More Catholic Connection
1: coming up after these messages. Stay tuned on a Friday morning. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile. Everyday living. Effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Join Teresa Tamio
3: and Kelly Walquist on a great godly girls getaway in Palm Beach, Florida this January 4th through the 7th. You deserve a break and no better place than the Breakers in Balmy, Florida. Join Kelly Walquist and Teresa Tamio for
1: a faith-filled event and lots of fun in the sun for our first wine and shrine on the Atlantic Coast.
0: To learn more about your Ave Maria Radio trip, find the Ave Maria Radio Travel Tab at AveMariaRadio.net.
1: When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care.
2: Giving Duck Hack the day off today. We've got uh, the story they wanted to get out there very, very soon and to make sure you knew about it. I was on vacation when my friend Maureen Flynn contacted me a little bit of urgency to get the word out about a beautiful online event that they're doing at Pray and Faster America 2021. The website is prayandfasteramerica.org. And I've been privileged to know Maureen for, for several years and to take part in uh, one of her beautiful events that normally takes place at the Basilica in D.C. of the Immaculate Conception. But Maureen, this year you're going online. First of all, give us the housekeeping details so people can put this down on their calendar. What's sure. happening when and where can they find it? Good morning. Thanks okay. for joining us.
3: Thanks. It's great to be on the show. Uh, we are having the 29th International Week of Prayer and Fasting. And this year it begins October 23rd, which is this coming tomorrow. And we go through nine days, so it's really a novena, nine days until October 31st. And originally we were going to have it at the Basilica, but due to the ongoing situation with, you know, variants, some people don't want to go down to Washington, D.C., et cetera, we decided, well, let's go virtual because also we can have many more speakers and uh, we can reach more people. So that was the decision. This year we're excited because Bishop Joseph Strickland is going to uh, have the Mass at 1pm on Monday, October 25th. And then Bishop Thomas Olmsted is going to close the conference, the wow. virtual conference, on Sunday, the 31st. And he's going to give a short talk on why we need prayer and fasting, Bishop Olmsted. And also, he's going to lead all the participants and the, you know, attendees, you know, through watching online, through a consecration prayer to the hearts of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. So we're Mm -hmm. excited to have these two awesome bishops who are on fire. And then we have a multitude of awesome speakers. Every day there's at least three speakers. Father Frank Pavone, every day except for the day the bishop has his Mass, will lead us with a live stream Mass where he will, you know, talk about why life is so critical, praying for marriages and families. Then we have different speakers, for example, Monsignor Stephen Rossetti, who wrote The Diary of an Exorcist. He will be one of our presenters. Susan Brinkman, Fight Like a Catholic. Oh, then she's we have great. Dr. Mark Hello, so, well, all
2: the speakers you've just mentioned are fantastic, but I yeah, know they're Susan. they're all online. Yeah, so if yeah, if they, go to, yeah. they register
3: online uh, to IWOPF.org. You can go for free every day. The actual broadcast day is free up until 8 o'clock the next morning. But for those who can't watch it every day and, you know, want to be able to have freedom to watch it when they want, there's the all-access pass. We kept it really inexpensive this year. It's thirty-nine ninety-nine dollars to see 30 speakers, so it's like dollar thirty something per speaker. So we kept it low on purpose, and that way you can watch it whenever you want. And many of the people called us, and they're really funny. They're like, we're getting our prayer group. We're buying a pass. We're going to pray the rosary, get together once a week and watch several of the talks every Good. time we meet. So I thought that was really a cool idea. So this year we are just really pushing the Holy Rosary, of course, Mass, Adoration. People are also going online and they're signing up, excuse me, and pledging for, you know, praying so many rosaries, fasting, etc. So there's a real, uh, I guess excitement this year to do something because in light of the world events and things that continue, there's a battle and the theme is the great battle for the triumph. That's the theme for this year.
2: Mm, great so you're battle, in a triumph. Yeah. So, in terms of, of what you're hearing, you just mentioned that that uh, you know people understand what's going on in terms of the issues in our country and our world. Do you think there's there's a there's a wake up um, call? Do you think people are, are are kind of waking up to saying that this is something we we really have to get even more serious? I mean, I think there was a big effort before the election last year, but that people are saying, okay, we really need to continue and to push forward. What are you thinking?
3: Right. I, I sense this year people are like very upset. Uh, they talk about, you know, are we heading towards communism? They're very yeah. concerned. You know, medical tyranny, a mandate's not a law. So, you know, trying to say that you have to do something that you can't really do. A mandate's not a law, so people are upset with that. They're upset with what's happening with the great attacks on, you know, parents' rights, the schools. A lot of the people are rising up and speaking out at school board meetings because
2: of, Yeah, you know, and now they're going after the parents who are doing that. They're, they're yes. using the Patriot Act to go after some parents who are who are speaking out. Patriot Act is used for terrorists, and they're going after these parents as if they're terrorists because they're showing up and expressing their concerns. It's, it's just so off the charts, out of control, Maureen.
3: And that's why we're saying, we did a press release and on it, we said this coalition coming together to do the International Week of Prayer and Fasting is for, to wage a spiritual battle against the increasing attacks on our faith, our families, and our freedoms. So really those are the big attacks. And it's just crazy. You know, sometimes you go, I went to a baseball game about six weeks ago, and uh, tons of people there, nobody wore a mask, and then certain churches, they want you to wear a mask. So there's like sort of crazy rules. One minute you have to wear it, then you don't have to, it's. You know, there seems to be. No I noticed the same
2: thing as you know, uh, Deacon Dom and I just got back from vacation in Italy, and, and some places are saying wear a mask. Some places, oh, no big deal. It, it, it's it's everywhere. And even at the airports, there is inconsistency in terms of, I mean, you have to wear the mask in the airport, but even in terms of uh, what they're looking at in terms of your different IDs and whatnot, it's it's just so inconsistent, uh, off the charts, and very confusing for people. And then yesterday, in my newscast I did a story about a woman who is being put on probation for a year and fined over $1,000. She was arrested because she didn't wear a mask in a particular supermarket on the West Coast, but she's got breathing issues, and, and she's a nurse. And, I mean, this is like, what? It's, it's, it's just so out of control. We're talking with Maureen Flynn yeah. from the International Week of Prayer and Fasting for more information on the event, which starts this weekend, which is why we wanted to get Maureen on right away well, today. Well, Teresa, my, yeah. my
3: husband felt very... Um strong about this talk that he gave and it's a very good talk on are we heading america's not heading towards socialism we're heading towards communism Mm -hmm. what will save us and of course he ends on what the spiritual weapons are what heaven has told us so there seems to be an outright attack on particularly america because america is key for world peace we're hearing that so many places and there's promises that we will come very close to going over the abyss, so to speak, with communism, but it will not happen due to the prayers and faithfulness of many of the people. And I do have to say this, and all this nuttiness that's happening, there are so many good people out there. Like mm-hmm. this year, this month, there's so many different rosary rallies. When we finish October 31st, there's another group coming up doing the 54-day novena starting from, you know, saying the rosary and masses, etc. November 1st through December 24th. I, th- I thought, this is wa- awesome. We need it. We need these constant prayers and, you know, rosary rallies and breaking the strongholds. And I see a huge difference of people understanding spiritual warfare. So that's why this year we did get some speakers that talk about the spiritual warfare, the attacks on marriages and the families, the attacks on the children, and, you know, what we can do. So Pat Fagan is going to be one of our speakers. He's done a lot on marriage and family. He's we awesome. Have the Pagets. Yeah. Oh, he's mm-hmm. awesome. We have the Pagets mm-hmm. who have done some really wonderful work on marriage and family.
2: Susan D'Soni. I, I'm looking at Susan D'Soni's adorable face She's a wonderful uh, author and a frequent guest on, on this program and many other EWTM programs. She's great, and she's known as the Purgatory Lady, but she also writes a great deal about St. Faustina, very, in, very well informed about the importance of prayer
5: and fasting. And we have
3: two people that actually, Paul Zuccarelli has a great testimony of a person who um, on Pentecost Sunday, three years ago, had eight cardiac arrests, and his son just left the hospital because he was dying. Paul was dying. And he ran down to to this church, went into the church, met a priest, and said, please pray for my dad. He's dying. I don't know what to do. And so this priest lovingly took the crucifix and prayed. And at that point, Paul's heartbeat came back. They, you know, realized at the timing of it.
6: Mm. And
3: that priest was Bishop Thomas Olmstead.
6: Wow. So Paul's going
3: to share about his experience when he... He, you know, had one of those near-death, life-after-death, really, life-after-death experiences, and he went to heaven. It's amazing. He was a big CEO at one point, you know, chairman of the board, you know, go, 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 70 hours a week. Totally changed him. He's on fire for the Lord. He's, you know, big evangelizer. And he and his wife are going to give the testimony of what it was like when he went through this, but he Mm. is just an amazing person, so there's wonderful speakers there. Kathleen Beckman, Spiritual Warfare Against Families. She wrote a great book. Of course, Father Chris A. Lahr, we love the, the Marians. They're just on yep, fire. He was just
2: on with me yesterday. Great priest. And, of course, has his own show here on DW10. He's, he's terrific. I mean, the, the lineup is fantastic. Let me give folks a website again. It's IWOPF.org. IWOPF.org for virtual prayer and fasting conference. It begins this weekend, October 23rd to the 31st, the Great Battle for the Triumph, nine days of prayer, fasting, mass, rosary, adoration, and more inspirational speakers. So this is phenomenal uh, in terms of the speakers that you're giving us, Maureen.
3: And the schedule is on there. So if they go to the homepage, you can download the schedule for each day. There's a short little video that's excellent that, you know, really revs us up about why we're all doing this. And another speaker I want to mention is Dan Ongst. He has done a lot of work about pornography. He's written mm-hmm. a whole bunch of materials on purity. He went through that struggle himself, and he's been involved with a lot of the priests setting up missions in the church to go and, and, you know, especially with the you know different men's groups to wake people up about how this is so um, horribly impactful on families and marriages especially and he is a magnificent speaker so we're excited that he's joining us this year and i think he's going to become very busy uh... because this is something that's sad with the internet more kids are getting into pornography it's horrific
2: yeah. mm-hmm. it really it's
3: a scourge and then father timothy Byrley is the postulator for the cause of sanctification of of uh, maria Esperanza. she's now servant of god and he uh... he's a pastor in new jersey wonderful stories about Maria Esperanza. Ted and I had met her. She was amazing. But she's on her way to sainthood, and he knows so many beautiful stories of, you know, miracles and healings. And just her family was was amazing. Just the love you felt when you were around her family was, was a great witness. So, again, we're just very happy to have these wonderful people. Father Greg Bramlage, he's got parish missions, and he talks about healing and how we can really... Look at our lives and look at our houses. Do we have cursed objects in our houses? What can we Mm -hmm. do to clean our, you know, our families, our houses, so to speak, and really be with the Lord? And Kathy Gilmore, she's got some great books on virtue heroes. This, this is people.
2: all very, very powerful, but it's also very practical and things that can be applied to our lives and need to be applied to our lives. Uh, just, it's very, very important, and they can be, this can be done really just by sitting down, watching this, you know, picking and choosing, maybe uh, making this something you do, as Maureen said, with a prayer group, with your spouse, with your family, every week. We're almost out of time. Let me give the website again. International Week of Prayer and Fasting, which is coming up starting tomorrow, by the way. They're doing it differently this year. They're doing it online instead of in person. IWOPF.org. IWOPF.org. All the information is there, all the great speakers, many of whom are familiar with our viewers and listeners of EWTN, including Susan Desoni and Father Chris Alar, Bishop Olmstead, Father Frank Pavone, and so many others, Bishop Strickland, what a great lineup and really, really important topics to be covered. And again, all the details are there at the website, IWOPF.org. And there'll be some really important topics. Spiritual warfare, protecting your marriage, the power of St. Joseph's. St. Joseph, are we close to the triumph of the Immaculate Heart? That's a question that will be addressed in living in God's will in the era of peace. And so much more, IWOPF.org. Thanks, Maureen. We'll be right back after these messages on a Friday morning edition of Catholic Connections. Stay tuned.
3: Howdy, I'm Michael James Arrienza, a senior at Holy Trinity Seminary. My brother seminarians and I invite you to support our annual Spes Greges benefit. This year, all donations will be matched dollar for dollar. So please visit holytrinityseminary.org to see how your gift can have twice the impact. Then join us virtually on Friday, October 29th to watch the live stream event on our Facebook page.
0: This is Tony Beshara. My wife, Chris, and I own Babbage & Associates. We are the oldest placement and recruitment firm in the state of Texas and proud sponsors of the Guadalupe Radio Network. We are also members of St. Thomas Aquinas in Dallas. Babbage & Associates offers candidates insights into the current job market and provides professional candidates we have interviewed on a face-to-face basis to our employers. Our number to call is 214-823-9999, or you can find us on the web at Babich, babich.com.
5: Is your goal to raise Christ-centered children who can think critically and make good distinctions? Are you seeking a new way to educate your children and desire to belong to a community that will support their formation? Regina Chaley Academy is a hybrid two-day-a-week classical program in the Catholic tradition. They invite you to an information session Thursday, October 28th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. at Holy Redeemer Catholic Parish in Alito, RSVP to Camille at 214-422-5325 and visit rcahybrid.org for more information.
7: Loretta House in Denton is a pregnancy resource center that serves women dealing with unplanned pregnancies. They provide free pregnancy testing and free ultrasounds. Clients receive material goods like diapers, baby items, clothing, parenting classes, and more. Loretta House is an official apostolate of the Diocese of Fort Worth. All services are provided free of charge and remain completely confidential. Many babies are saved and many hearts changed. For more information, visit LorettaHouse.org or call 940-380-8191.
2: Back, Catholic Connection. Hope you're having a great Friday moving into the weekend, and uh, only one more weekend after this one in the month of October. Wow, just can't believe it's going by so quickly! And my vacation went by very quickly. Had a great time and spent a lot of time in the uh, hills of Tuscany. And it's always a treat when you find something very unique, and as opposed to staying in a big city hotel, which can be great too because you're right in the heart of things. But it's also great if you can find something unique, such as a small boutique hotel, which we found, well, kind of by chance. I don't know if I told you the story of how our our plans changed at the last minute. We were supposed to go south to Calabria and then over to Puglia. Calabria is the uh, toe of Italy, and then, of course, Puglia is considered the heel But there was a big storm system that was hanging over that part of the country, so at the very last minute, we were able to switch and find a few different places to stay, first in Umbria in Orvieto, and then later in Tuscany, outside of the beautiful Tuscan town of San Gimiano. And so we found this lovely little boutique hotel, Hotel Vecchio Asilio, which means, oh, Vecchio means old, and Asilio means asylum in Italian, but it was actually an old convent and the building itself is about 1,000 years old. And it just looks so unique uh, on the website when we were doing a search for it. And so I sent an email you know, where it says contact to see if they had openings. And explained that we were you know, doing this at the last minute. And any room they had, we greatly appreciate because we wanted to go back to that area. And right away, the owner, whose name is Pierre Luigi, wrote me back. And then he called me and said, I think we can help you. So anyway, we go to this hotel. And it's just absolutely gorgeous. There's pictures of it in my newsletter from Tease Italy that's going out um, today. And it's just a very sweet boutique hotel privately owned by this family. And if you're interested in learning more about it, you can go to torciano.com. That's T-O-R-C-I-A-N-O.com. We're going to have information in the archive section and whatnot. But it was just so pretty and just overlooking, again, the hillside and beautiful sunsets. And so when you're at a smaller hotel like that, you get to know the people a little bit more intimately. So I began speaking with the owner, but also his representative, Chiara Carpignani, who was very nice. And they're very Catholic, and they started telling me when they found out that I was in Catholic media about some efforts they were doing to make a difference in the local community because of their faith and they wanted to give back. So when I found out about their Adopt, Get This, an Olive Tree program, because of all its ties to, obviously, our Catholic faith and the whole symbolism of the olive tree, so much to say about that. I said, gosh, can you tell me a little bit more about it? And they said, well, we'll do you one better. We'll take you out to the actual olive grove. So they did, and I was able to speak with Kiera amongst the olive trees and how she explained that last year during COVID – they realized that all of these trees basically were being abandoned and would die and that maybe if they purchased the land and the trees, they could provide work for the farmers and then do something not only for the community but for the environment, which had a faith basis as well. So here's Kiara talking about how they saved trees that would have been abandoned, that would have died, but also gave back in so many ways. Take a listen. We are here in the olive groves in the hills of Tuscany. It's been an incredible week, as you just heard me explain. I'm with Chiara, and she is with Tenuta Tarciano, and she's been taking me, me and Dominic around this amazing complex, and there's so much to see, so much beauty, so much nature, and so much uh, that we can do to give back. And that's what we're talking about right now. In this particular program that actually began during COVID, to save the jobs of the workers of the fields here, they began allowing people to adopt olive trees. So tell us about that. Here.
6: Yes, allora, it's a very uh, natural program. Uh, we don't make business about that. We don't want to because uh, we love our lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything happened, especially in uh, COVID time, uh, to help and some of uh, the employees and everything to maintain jobs. So we have uh, this uh, special land that was abandoned. And uh, when a uh, tree is abandoned, uh, <laughs> there is uh, two way or it die because otherwise uh, the nutrition uh, can come uh, properly Mm -hmm. because uh, he has to be alive and so he needs uh, people taking care you know Mm -hmm. And so we started to ask uh, about uh, our clients if they want to help us uh, to be in this uh, special mission program to save an olive tree, give lobs, uh, adopting in different programs for different years. And in this way, we can keep in care about the life of these olive trees, produce oil also, so we, we save <laughs> in a part of, uh, of uh, nature life. Uh, and also we save a family, giving and uh, maintaining uh, jobs uh, for the rest of uh, the, this uh, program because uh, now we have an, a special troop working on it uh, mm-hmm. to, to clean, uh, to give an, a breed, to give a new life. And so it's an, a special opportunity because then after we give uh, some special uh, gift, uh, depending how much you... Uh, You are adopting uh, the olive tree, a special uh, gift about a special olive oil called Laudato Si, and uh, you can also come, and it's an opportunity with uh, Teresa, you can organize and schedule a special trip. Come to visit your baby, your uh, your life. You have kids now in
2: Tuscany. This is amazing. <laughs> well, what I love about it is there's so much symbolism for Christians because of, of the olive tree, of and also course. you told me that this is very important for Palm Sunday. Tell us about yes, that. Yes,
6: yes. Well, I try to to do my best, but uh, here we are a Catholic uh, land. Uh, so uh, during the Palm Sunday, uh, this is a special event for religions, Christian religions, uh, people uh, can come here cut. Uh, the special part of the tree, uh, the female that can't produce uh, the the fruit because it's just uh, the male, it's a long explanation, so this is why it's better come here and see your tree and so they they go then to the church with uh, these special female trees uh, and they receive a a blessing blessing, from the priest Mm -hmm. uh, and then they they can come back to the house. It's a symbol. But if you have the like faith, you believe... In America, believe, the
2: Catholics put palm, palm branches Yes, of the palm trees, and so they, they use the olive trees here. Of course. Okay. Uh, this yeah. is
6: uh, in natural. Mm-hmm. Very simple. We are simple people, simple country. That we have a fate, a fate we can't explain. We have to feeling. Right. So this is uh, the way.
2: It's so beautiful because you're <laughs> giving back. You're you're being very Catholic because you're helping people. Yes. By doing this, you're, and you're giving it's back to the earth Catholic. as well. Yeah. Yes. It's a really it's a very, it's a very charitable thing yes. to do. So you can go on the website, and we'll make sure that people have that website. And then you can adopt for one, three, or five years. See, correct? you can
6: also collect yep. like a family. It's not just one person that must uh, to be adopted one mm-hmm. tree. it's also collecting uh, like uh, the um, I don't know Klein family or uh, Teresa family mm-hmm. and collecting or a money. charitable group maybe you have or an organization cha- yes, that you an want organization to get organization together and, could be yeah. better because uh, you can give as much you want and then uh, uh, we make a special uh, wood simple target uh, with uh, the name of uh, the charity programs, and uh, with uh, Teresa or uh, just uh, whatever. You can come right, any, any time, if you want. yeah, anytime, yeah. Uh, to see and visit and have a beautiful uh, trip uh, in a religious way to see your
2: uh, your trip. Yeah, and you're you're doing so much. You're helping people. You're giving back, and, and you're adding to. I don't know how this could be any more beautiful, but you are <laughs> you are yeah, adding to we, the we, beauty. It's just yes, so stunning know, out here. I know. In the hills, yeah. Well, thank you, Kia. That was so no, interesting. Thank you so much. Yeah. And this is, again, this is a, something that they're doing to give back. It's not a, a moneymaker. The money goes right back into no, no, no helping business. the families no and, and giving the fa- back to the families so they can keep working. Right? Yes, this is a just... Uh believe believe and this is, is the word believe well thank you for doing this this is awesome and thank you uh, so much for uh, the help yes well i'm so excited we may even adopt a tree before we leave uh Tommy Tomio so. <laughs> here in the in the hills of tuscany and olive grove and we'll be right back on catholic connection stay tuned
1: Come join the St. Joseph Catholic Church community at 600 South Jupiter Road in Richardson for fun and fellowship at their annual St. Joseph Fall Festival on Sunday, October 24th. The time of the festival is from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on parish grounds. Taste the delicious food of hot dogs, hamburgers, international cuisine from the multicultural community, and enjoy games, booths, inflatables, music, and special entertainment. There will be fun for all ages. For prices of the festival, call Carol at 214-564-8684 or visit stjoseph.org.
5: Are you a Catholic man looking to make a difference in your Catholic faith or seeking a brotherhood that upholds Catholic teaching and values? Join the Knights of Columbus today. You can join online at knights.net. That's k-n-i-g-h-t-s.net. By joining online, you'll have immediate access to many things, like the Knights of Columbus highly rated insurance program. Your Catholic family can be protected with life insurance, annuities, long-term care, and disability insurance products by a Catholic company. Experience the Catholic difference and join the Knights of Columbus online today. Knights.net. St. Gabriel
0: Archangel Catholic Church in McKinney invites all KATH 19 a.m. listeners to the Divine Mercy Chaplet for those individuals facing execution in the state of Texas in the coming month, as well as for the victims of violent crimes. The chaplet takes place following the 11 a.m. Mass on Sunday, October the 31st. For more information, contact Maria at ministryinprison at aol.com. Do you want a
1: faith-filled Catholic community where your child will thrive? Discover Immaculate Conception Catholic School in Denton, where your child will receive the very best spiritual foundation, along with excellence in education. ICCS serves 250 students ages 3 through 8th grade. Whether it's living the rosary, the celebration of the mass, or the formation of saints, scholars, musicians, and athletes, Our Lady School is the place to be. For more information, call 381-1155 to arrange a tour or visit catholicschooldenton.org.
4: It's Francesca. Hello, my name is Liliana. And we're about singing to and Teresa.
2: Welcome back. Hope you're having a great Friday morning. It is Friday, October 22nd, 2021. Interesting survey regarding our fact check friday segment which we do we try to do every friday we've been doing this actually since the election i just became increasingly frustrated at the lack of facts there's an old used to be a joke in the news media never let the facts get in the way of a good agenda or your own agenda whatever the source may be that will be pushing a particular agenda and that seems to be not just a joke but a reality more and more in today's news media it's just very very frustrating so it's really important for us to discern properly which is why I decided to start doing this Fact Check Friday. We try to do it every week, sometimes uh, with breaking news and things happening within the church to which we're trying to respond. It's not always possible. But I did want to mention this, especially after coming back from vacationing over in Europe, overseas in Italy, where you see so many people on the phones consistently. It's a real problem, not just here in the United States, but around the world. When you are uh, in a place like Italy, it's so lovely. For many of you who have traveled there, you know this. And having a meal is an experience. It's not just sitting down and and eating and then running out. I mean, Joan Lewis has talked about this before with me on the program. You sit down, you relax, you get to know each other a little bit better, you spend time with friends, you talk to the people next to your table. And in Italy, once you sit down, that is your place. They don't bring you the check unless you ask for it. And thank goodness that, that tradition, that habit is still in place. But Unfortunately, more and more Italians and other Europeans, and those of you who have traveled elsewhere as well overseas, probably realize this, that more and more people are becoming, unfortunately, Americanized and not in a good way, where they're more and more addicted to social media. Just case in point, Deacon Dom and I, the last night we were in Rome, went to one of our favorite restaurants in the Trastevere region, which is a very old section of Rome along the Tiber River. And we're sitting there having a lovely dinner, and two young couples came in and sat next to us, very um, nice couples. They seemed to really be, when they first sat down, enjoying each other's company. But the minute they sat down, something happened. They were walking in, you know, very lively, chatting and and saying hello and whatnot, and they sit down at the table, and all of them, I think they were probably in their mid-20s, maybe late-20s, all four of them pulled out their cell phones and sat there and barely spoke to one another. One person, one of the young men, picked up the phone was actually holding it very close to his face and still somewhat looked like he was trying to converse with his friend across a table. But the communication really stopped once they sat down. So you can see how this is truly affecting us. And, of course, um, there are, there's been a lot of news about Facebook and how harmful it is uh, with the recent testimony that came out in Congress, which actually is brought up in this report. So this is a story. Uh, it's a new survey. And it's a Quinnipiac poll that shows 77% of Americans. Now just think about that number, 77% of Americans, say Facebook, Twitter, and other social media outlets do more harm than good. How can you get, in, considering how divided we are in this country, how can you get Americans to agree on anything, especially to the level of 77 percentage points? Yep, so this poll again, 77% of Americans say Facebook and Twitter do more harm than good. The poll was released Wednesday. Additionally, nearly 50%, this is also quite interesting, of Americans think the U.S. government needs to be involved in regulating social media companies. Now, what does this have to do with Fact Check Friday? Well, first of all, the facts, we should have them in terms of understanding how much media we use and consume, really important to do, as I say, in all of my books that I write about media, to do a media reality check. How much time are you spending with the media, especially when it comes to social media and on our phones? Before I left for vacation, I was looking at another report that showed that adults in America check their phones, on average, about 100 times a day, which is pretty crazy if you think about it. This latest survey comes as several countries around the world are considering regulating social media. And as we mentioned earlier this month, Facebook whistleblower Frances Haugen testifying before Congress about Facebook and misinformation. And this is where the Fact Check Friday comes in, saying the social media giant harms children, sows division and undermines democracy in pursuit of breakneck growth and astronomical profits. And in one particular point, I believe that she also even compared that to the tobacco industry, knowing all the bad stuff that can happen and how much the media do influence all of us, especially young girls, in particular in teens, when it comes to body image, when it comes to self-confidence, when it comes to depression. There are loads of studies on this. And Facebook did its own research and found this to be true, and they still continued with their efforts to try to hook teens in. A sharp slap in the face for Facebook and its social media cohorts. You are not helping, you are hurting people, says Americans. And this is according to the, say Americans, and this is according to the Quinnipiac University polling analyst, Tim Malloy. But should the government police the offenders? There's no real consensus on that, but as you saw in the numbers that I just gave you, there are some pretty high figures. The survey also finding that 52% of Americans say Facebook is doing a poor job of handling misinformation on its social media platform. That's compared with 27% who say it's doing a not-so-good job. Now, the former Facebook executive told the Senate uh, Subcommittee on Consumer Protection recently that Facebook, she says, has been operating in the shadows with no significant oversight and very little transparency. Now, think about the influence that this social media giant has. And they're operating without any significant oversight and very little transparency. Facebook should not get a free pass on choices it makes to prioritize growth and reactiveness over public safety, the former employee told the panel. They should not get a free pass on that because they're paying for their profits right now with our safety. Almost no one outside of Facebook knows what happens inside of Facebook, the former employee added during her testimony. The company intentionally hides vital information from the public, from the U.S. government, and from governments around the world. No one truly understands the destructive choices made by Facebook except Facebook. But I'm
7: here today because I believe Facebook's products harm children, stoke division, and weaken our democracy. The company's leadership knows how to make Facebook and Instagram safer, but won't make the necessary changes because they have put their astronomical profits before people. Congressional action is needed. They won't solve this crisis without your help. Yesterday we saw Facebook get taken off the Internet. I don't know why it went down, but I know that for more than five hours, Facebook wasn't used to deepen divides, destabilize democracies, and make young girls and women feel bad about their bodies. It also means that millions of small businesses weren't able to reach potential customers, And countless photos of new babies weren't joyously celebrated by family and friends around the world. I believe in the potential of Facebook. We can have social media we enjoy that connects us without tearing apart our democracy, putting our children in danger, and sowing ethnic violence around the world.
2: We can do better. So I always say, and I've said this for years, that there are two agendas, two big agendas with the media. And now we know that everything is kind of blurred because of the impact that Facebook has on social media. The fact that Facebook is often looked at, unfortunately, as a news source. Now, I am on Facebook. I have a pretty active Facebook page. I use it to share information and to evangelize. Of course, uh, most parishes have Facebook pages and use it for the same reason. The church is not saying throw the baby out with the bathwater and to ignore uh, media opportunities which social media is a great way for outreach it's also a great way for people to keep in touch with each other we know that but unfortunately it blurs the lines because people can't distinguish and now when you have outlets such as Twitter and others that allow for information to be passed on so quickly many people don't get the full story or the full situation and again they can't distinguish between what's news what's agenda you know what's promotion what's advertising And so two agendas. The first one is money. That's a big one because these outfits are businesses. And this also goes with TV stations, radio stations, their news departments, news outlets. And they're connected to social media and the Internet because they're very concerned about how many clicks they get on their website, for example. So money is very big. And more and more, these media outlets are doing a lot more I don't want to call it work, but whatever they do with their jobs, they're doing it with fewer people. So there's a greater amount of pressure to make more money, to crank out more product, to make more money at the end of the day with less, which is a real strain on the employees. And then the other agenda is the leftist agenda, which is dominant in companies like Facebook. And this former employee who was testifying, Haugen, wasn't really going either the Democratic or Republican route. She was just saying that they have a great influence, Facebook, really tries to inject itself in terms of impacting what people see and impacting how they feel and what they believe and how they react, obviously, especially when it comes to elections. The Social Dilemma was a pretty incredible special that was on uh, Netflix, and I, I don't know if it's still up there or not, But it was pretty incredible in terms of how much they know about getting reactions, how to get us to react to certain things, and to keep us hooked in terms of how we're affected by what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're listening to on social media. And there were many former employees of these big social media outlets who quit because they were sick and tired of seeing, for example, what this former Facebook executive saw and is now testifying to and she has a whole website now dedicated to this to help people understand what's going on. Again, it's not about throwing the baby out with the bathwater and saying we can't use any of these social media outlets, but it's really making sure that we understand what's going on here. And as this report says, this latest study, that a good number of Americans, I think, at least the good news out of this, are waking up and are expressing concerns. 77% of Americans agreeing that Facebook, Twitter, and other social media outlets do more harm than good. That's a pretty significant number. Will it make a difference in terms of Facebook and these other outlets paying attention and doing something about it? Well, the jury is still out on that big time, and it depends on whom you, with whom you speak, because if you talk to former employees, they're not buying it. They think Facebook is all about agenda and money, and they're saying that unless somebody makes a decision to be more diligent in monitoring these outfits. It's just going to continue. But the good news, and I always like to end on the good news, is now we have some facts on this. We understand what's happening a little bit more, thanks to very courageous former employees such as Francis Haugen, and others coming forward. We know how the media operate quite often, as Archbishop Charles Chaput has said. So if we know that, we need to know how they work, so they don't work on us. And it is just time to wrap up now our Fact Check Friday for this Friday morning, October 22nd. We'll put a link to this story on the archive section of Catholic Connection. You can find that at AveMariaRadio.net. Again, think about that really cool quote that came out several years ago from Archbishop Shephew. I use it all the time. We need to know how the media work so they don't work on us. We'll be right back.
0: CMF Curo is a Catholic health ministry providing families nationwide with a better solution centered around whole health, spirit, mind, and body. Our members share their medical burdens within a faith-filled community. At CMF Curo, our members have access to a spiritual director, concierge services, and other health and spiritual resources. Find out if CMF Curo is a better solution for your family. Visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com. That's MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Nestled under the warm Florida sun is a university whose name indicates a vocational call. Ave Maria, Latin for Hail Mary, recalls the angel Gabriel's announcement to Mary of her future vocation, becoming the mother of God. Enriched by God's grace, Mary freely ascends to this call. This is the model for all students. Come to Ave Maria University, where you'll be empowered to clearly see your vocational call, whatever that call might be. Ave Maria University, your vocation location. Visit AveMaria.edu. Okay, I've been a Catholic for five years, but I suffered under a lot of things due to my Protestantism
4: as a Pentecostal, and I
3: just want to personally ask God to bless you for your ministry, for everything you do, and the help that you give people.
1: EWTN, helping people grow in their love and understanding of God.
6: from
1: the archives this this is the wisdom of mother angelica
7: but i don't know if news is news anymore do you think it is when you hear that they're going to clone a human being you know it's hard enough to put up with some people let alone two of them <laughs> <laughs> we seem to uh, glorify sin grievous sin these days see but we say that the sin is worth it to do good. Now that doesn't make any sense, does it? The abortion clinics sell the little fetus six, seven, eight, $900 a piece. First we murder the child and then we sell it. For what? Oh, well, it's gonna cure an old woman. We just killed a young one. True love is the best gift
1: of all. For more about Mother Angelica, visit EWTNRC.com. When the need for senior care arises, home is where the heart is. Visiting Angels provides home care for mom or dad up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You may select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. More information at visitingangels.com or at 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. If you have any questions about a
2: program you heard today or maybe yesterday, or if you have a question about something we do here at Catholic Radio, just give us a little note at EWTN.com or AveMariaRadio.net. You can also find out some background information about the various programs. You can get updates on our radio and TV schedules. It's all there for you online. And remember, we are here to keep you connected to your Catholic faith. And as my dear, dear friend, And Catholic Radio colleague Al Cresta always says to help you remember to look at everything in our lives through the lenses of Scripture and the teachings of the church. And remember what I always say, something I heard years ago, that our Catholic faith has to be everything to us. It has to come first. I'll never forget that. I heard a priest give a homily, and this was during one of the most contentious elections recently, and he said our Catholic faith shouldn't be a factor when we go into the voting booth, it should be the factor because, again, we have to look at everything through the lenses of scripture and the teachings of our one holy Catholic and apostolic faith. Hope you enjoyed the program today and we'll talk to you tomorrow on Catholic Connection.
1: You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio, and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruczek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit avemariaradio.net. That's a v e Maria Radio.net. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection.
0: This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Setting up spiritual direction for the first time used to be so complicated. Now it's simple. Thanks to an app that's changing the game. Log on to seekdirection.app and get matched with a faithful Catholic spiritual director. It's that simple. Don't delay finding the peace that a deeper prayer life will bring. Seekdirection.app. Find your way.
5: KTH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, and the participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website emersononharvesthill.com.
0: Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco Dallas Fort Worth Catholic Radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone